Dropbit Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast! Yay! Yay! This is episode 176. Um, that music that you just heard is uh, potentially um, nearly 10 years old actually now. I think it is 10 years. Yeah. Well, for episode 1 was uh, 10 years ago in 31 days, 26 days. 26 days, yeah. yeah. So, and now we're coming into... Um, I guess the late nineties and we're actually streaming this as well. <laughs> yeah. We figured 10 years is, uh, it's long enough, you know, to, to podcast with quitting. <laughs> so we're streaming our live resignation. Yes. Anyone can see my shirt. We don't have these for sale, but they are also nearly 10 years old. Yeah. If you want one of those, you can just look up free shirts from Vistaprint, I think. <laughs> Where it says, I love, and you put in what you love. Yeah, and order it. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, it's quite hot in here. It actually is, isn't it? We've got the aircon cranking. and It's like 36 degrees in Brisbane today, so... Yeah. So it's worth it. But we're here to talk about games, not the weather. Yeah, and we'll stop showing you things, because it's not going to be very good for the podcast listeners. No, that's right. So, sorry about that, audio listeners. But we're going to talk about some games. Obviously, in the last episode, we talked about how uh, you know we had PS5s. Um, now, I've got the Xbox Exosox. 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 I think we were calling it Exosox. Exosox. Yeah, So I've got one of those things, and I actually turned it on. And that's kind of about it. I turned mine on and set up the, did all the setup stuff, which yep. actually is way easier than the PS5 because the way that it works is, as you fucking know, because you set yours up, yeah. you um, you just do all the login via your phone through the mobile app. Yeah, which As opposed to having to easy. type shit out on the console, um, so yeah. I saw a thing on Facebook yesterday that they're going live very soon with the... Um, the Actual games act- to play on the Xbox. No, oh, no, 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 the streaming. So yeah, so well the um, X Cloud. Yeah, so it's it's been in. Uh, yeah, the testing. preview. The preview started November eighteenth. I got access to it, mm. and it actually runs really, really well. Not bad. So idea. there's games that, um, there's games that you can play via just Android. So mm-hmm. it, it has so My, Minecraft Dungeons, for example, has a sort of controller overlay. So that you can just play it with sort of minimized controls. So whereas PS5, PS4 remote play, it's like the screen becomes a controller. So all of the buttons of your PS5 controller are there. Mm. So you've got to like, you know, you muscle memory works for everything, but pressing like triggers and stuff is shit. Yeah. Whereas Minecraft Dungeons, all you need is like run around and hit basically and like open menus and stuff. So it gives you like three buttons. Nice. So it really makes it, makes nice it and easy. It basically like playing an Android version of Minecraft Dungeons. And the other one that they had on there was um, Hellblade Senwa's Sacrifice or whatever that game's called, which I didn't try. So I can't tell you how that looks. All the other games on there, you have to, it forces you. So PS5 Remote Play, it doesn't force you to have a controller mm-hmm. because you can use the screen. Whereas Xbox X Cloud, you are required to have a controller. Yeah. Um, sync to your phone. But apparently it's really easy. You just press the little sync button on the 
back of the controller. Yeah, which is easier than... Bluetooth it, off yeah, you go. That is easier than using a PS5 controller. But you can also use a PS4 controller to play xCloud yeah, games. which is cool. So if you've got a, a PS4 DualShock 4 um, synced to your phone, you can use that. So that's really cool. Hmm. Um, in terms of actually streaming games, like I said, I played Minecraft Dungeons, which played exactly as if I was playing an Android version of Minecraft Dungeons on my phone. Like nice. no lag. It was yeah. like having an app for that game. The other one I played was Forza Horizon 4. Oh, because yeah, obviously yeah. all of the... It's, a, it's not all of the games, but like... All of the bigger games like that are on there. Certainly first party ones. So yeah, I tried that yeah. and I thought, well, a racing game is going to be a good test of the latency and all that kind of stuff. And it worked surprisingly well. Like yeah, it cool. wasn't that noticeable. Yep. Um, and the visual quality is like way better than remote play as well. It'd be good if you could use it with uh, like a Chromecast or something. Mm. If you could do that, it'd be fantastic because instead of having to move around, like I've got another TV upstairs yeah. and it'd be really good to be able to just go, all right, sling it to the TV or whatever you want to call it, um, cast it and cast then you're it, done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> chrome sling. They yeah. should have called it chrome sling. Well, there, there used to be sling. So that, that used to be a thing years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, David hear... used it to take down Goliath, I think, oh. back when you were a kid. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I watched that. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was the event of the year. I would have been young, though. Yeah. Like, like 20s. It's hard to remember that far back. <laughs> um, yeah, so they... Well, I heard that they're aiming to do... The, um, Phil Spencer said he wants to have an Xbox app pre-installed on, on like smart TVs when you buy them. So I f feel like PlayStation idea. are just like, hey, whatever. Yeah. We're doing what we're doing. I think mm -hmm. they've... Jim Ryan, who's the head of... Plays, uh, so what is it computer entertainment interactive whatever something like that <laughs> professionals yeah um, look out everyone We're he came out yeah exactly he came out and said that they have something in the works we sort of hinted at it or something but there's no firm idea on what's going on there and PS Now still isn't available in Australia and still is kind of not appreciated very much in America anyway mm. so I don't know what's going on there but um, if that's how good xCloud works and Stadia can get to that level as well, yeah. then I think PlayStation have probably got something to worry about. I haven't actually heard really much about Stadia. Yeah, well, it's, it just celebrated its one-year anniversary. and it sounded like a massive party. Yeah, I'm well, heard about there that. hasn't been a whole lot going on there. So, um, yes. Anyway, um, we are going to talk about some games, which is kind of what we try to get around to eventually on most episodes. Yeah. Um, and now there's someone out there maybe spying on us. Um, so, first of all... <laughs> well, which games are we going to talk about today? Uh, well, we're going to talk about, firstly, Demon Souls. Um, you've been playing a bit of Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, that game's actually surprisingly not too bad. Cool. Uh, then we're going to have a quick... Um, chat about Commando's 2 HD remaster on the Switch. <laughs> we sure are. Yep. And we'll uh, probably have a bit of a chat about um, uh, Cod the Fish. Codfish. Yeah, you know that fishing game? Yeah, I actually have been quite enjoying that game. The fishing one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. There is another one, um, Black Ops. So yeah, there's yeah, the we, we might talk about that one as well. So we'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, the 
one of the things that you've mentioned that you like about it is the haptic feedback. Yeah. Being a really big thing. Yeah, so I see a lot of people commenting being like, it's totally a disadvantage for online multiplayer, which it probably is because you get that little bit of like, in a split second situation, you lose that yeah. little bit from having the, you know, the yeah. tension on the triggers or something. Mm-hmm. But it just feels fucking great playing it. Like you almost forget that it's there mm. and it just adds to the immersion of the game, which that's what I really appreciate appreciate about that but i haven't had a chance to play the campaign or anything like that yeah fair enough well i'll talk about all that later yeah um it's kind of funny i I know we mentioned it on the last one but with the that feedback if it's not put in a game properly it really detracts um i was playing uh nba the other day and i was just having a bit of a muck around there's now to get into the park which is what they used to call it but it's now called the city um you need to go into this little uh, court area on a beach and you've got to play a few games and get you know, your, your stats up to a certain level and then you actually get to go into the city. And it completely fucked out the haptic feedback. Yeah. Completely. Like it was shaking. My control was shaking <laughs> the entire time I was in that. There was nothing I could do about it. And as soon as I left, it all just went back to normal. Um, so just broken in there. So maybe, yeah. how long ago was that? Because I think that yeah, I just, two days ago. Oh, great. Yeah. Cool. So hopefully they patch that soon then. Who knows? Hopefully they fix it and we'll see. But yeah, if it's not put in a game properly, it's uh, it's a real pain in the ass. Yeah. So Well, let's talk about, um, speaking of haptic feedback that's done a bit strangely, we may as well move into talking about Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Cool. I haven't so, actually even played this of... Uh, of you know, watched a few things about it, but um, I don't know. I when I first watched the reviews for it, uh, and you'll see it in a moment coming up on the screen for those that are watching. Um, it just reminded me That's of a over pastelized kind of um, Zelda, and it kind of turned me off straight away. I, I like Zelda, but it made me kind of go, yeah, not really what I want to play is a ripoff of a game that's, you know, fantastic. I don't know. I think it, it to me, it felt like, so visually it looks a bit like Zelda and yeah. it has like puzzles and stuff like that. More so like Zelda than any other kind of thing to compare to. Yeah. Um, but I've, it's made by the team who, so it's from Ubisoft and it's made by the guys who made um, Assassin's Creed Origins, the same team. So I think it's from... Um, Ubisoft Montreal, who are like, have been in the shit a bit recently with sexual harassment claims and all that kind of stuff. Naughty. Naughty, naughty. Um, So, you can definitely feel the sort of Assassin's Creed feel to it. So, like the open world, you can, you know, stand on an outcrop of rocks and, and sort of pan across the world and pinpoint and target um, objectives and collectibles and things to visit, yeah. which is very Assassin's Creed, like new yeah. Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So um, it gets that, but it's much more smaller scale than an Assassin's Creed game because the map, you I mean, the map so. is decent size, yeah. but it's considerably smaller than, say, Odyssey or Valhalla's maps are. Yeah. So there's that, but it's also different from AC because you're not violently murdering people. Oh, you're still insane. murdering people and it's violent. But it's like cartoony violence. Oh, cool. So it's okay for the kids. Yeah. Because um, kids love murder. Kids do love violence <laughs> and murder. So the, the premise of the game is that 
uh, Greek gods, right? You play as Phoenix, who is just a normal mortal, wakes up on a beach and everyone else has been turned to stone. Turns out this guy Typhon has, who's one of the Titans, I guess, who was imprisoned by Zeus, has broken free and he's um, captured all the gods or st- stolen their powers and stuff like that. And Not he's, a very nice demon. Yeah, he's basically like a reign of terror across the sort of Greek world or whatever mm. this map is. <laughs> and well, so, it is based on Greek mythology and that, that was another reason why I kind of went, because it's like God of War is mm. the greatest thing that ever happened to that. You know, it's, well, for anybody that isn't Greek and 2,000 years old, um, yeah, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to that whole mythology. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like it. This is it because it's a different take on it because obviously... Greek mythology has been around for literally thousands of years. So we've heard all these fucking stories before. And I, th- I like mm. the way... So the way that this game presents it is that Zeus approaches Prometheus, who he's captured, uh, because Zeus is a bit of a dick. Uh, he likes capturing people. And yeah. Prometheus is like, here, this person, Phoenix, is the one who's going to save the day. And Zeus is like, bullshit. And so the whole game is narrated by these two just like chatting as Prometheus tells the story of Phoenix and Zeus cuts in with sort of bad jokes and being a dick. Good old (laughs) Zeus dad jokes. Yeah. So, um, no bad jokes. Oh yeah. It's dad jokes. (laughs) Um, so they're narrating it, but basically you're just running around as Phoenix and you're collecting up powers of the gods effectively as you're playing to get more and more powerful so that in the end you can defeat Typhon. And chickens. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) The chicken apparently thinks it's really funny, by the way. If anybody out there enjoys wisecracking chickens, probably the game for you. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer wisecracking chickens to the boring... um, boring Just deep fried chickens. (laughs) Actually, I do prefer deep fried chickens. So, um, like I said, uh, the world is very much... Um, like an Assassin's Creed game. Yes. The style is very cartoony, kind of Saturday morning cartoon style, especially with the banter between Zeus and, and Prometheus as they're talking. Yep. But it's actually, I'm finding it really fun to play and refreshing as well, like as an open world game that's not as gigantic as what we've been seeing lately from Ubisoft games. But also, um, it's nice. I appreciate seeing the sort of different view on the Greek mythology stuff. Because God of War presents one way. Yeah. And then this is a completely different sort of way of doing it. So, oh, for sure. Um, yeah. The combat is quite fun and tight. And um, there's a lot of different abilities that you can pick up and play. Like being able to fight, say, a Cyclops, for example, and they pick up a rock and throw it at you and you can sort of catch it out of midair and throw it back at him mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And there's like a stun mechanic, um, as well as there being sort of Metroidvania-style places you can't visit until you unlock certain powers later oh, yeah. on and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, in general, I think it's really fun. I like the visual style. I like playing it. The kids mm-hmm. like watching me play it. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. So... Yeah. So would you score it? Um, I reckon a four out of five. Yeah, not bad. I'd go into it a bit deeper, but we've got a lot to get through and we're taking up a lot of time dicking Mm. around with streaming. So sorry about it. I'll talk about it more on the next episode probably. Are we going to talk about Godfall at some stage? 
Maybe we'll, next, probably maybe next, next episode. episode. Yeah. We, right. So you bought Godfall. Yeah. And you didn't like it. Not a lot. <laughs> I started playing it in the camera. I have to get used to the camera and the mm. style of the game. Um, it's very off-putting, especially coming off Demon Souls. Yeah. Which is a similar type of game, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Except yeah. much more slow-paced and and yeah. Like, for example, I've been, I went from Immortals last night, I was streaming, playing Immortals, and then I swapped over to Demon Souls just to continue playing that. Yep. And, um, bit different. So, Demon Souls, you get grass that you, we'll talk about, we'll go into our Demon Souls review, hey? Yeah. So, Demon Souls, yeah. So, in Demon Souls, Demon Souls is a 2009 game. Yes. From, from software, who, after they made that, it was published by Sony. Sony got the exclusive rights to the game. Mm. And it released in Japan first, and then eventually it came to other regions. Yeah. But it wasn't much of a hit. There was some supply issues. I remember from back in the day when it came out on PS3, there was issues with like stock levels and things mm. like that. Um, so it kind of went... Sort of, sort of got missed a bit. But then yeah. Bandai... Namco picked it up and well they noticed it and they were like this game's actually really fun and it fits our sort of what we're going for yeah so they bought from software yeah. I'm pretty sure they wanted some game that was impossible and very frustrating <laughs> so they're like that'll do yeah so they bought yeah. from software released Dark Souls Dark Souls became a hit then Dark Souls 2 and 3 obviously have come out um, from software went back to Sony to make uh, Bloodborne for them yep and they're working on other stuff. They're fucking massive now. Mm. And all because of the genre, the Souls-like genre that they've pioneered. And yeah. this game, Demon Souls, was the one that started it all mm. back on the PS3. So now fast forward to 2020, 11 years later. Zip. Zip, here we are. <laughs> Nearly 2021. Oh, yeah. Um, and Bluepoint Games have made a complete remake of it from the ground up. Um, for the launch of the PS5. For the, as a launch title exclusive to the PS5, mm. which is... Um, it's interesting that that's the choice they made for the launch title. Mm. But I kind of like it. I think this launch has had a nice range of different games. Like Sackboy's Very Family, Astro's yeah. Playroom. And then you've got Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is fucking awesome, as we talked about on the last episode. And Demon Souls, which is definitely not a crowd-pleasing game. It's like a... Um, a ball breaking game yeah <laughs> so this bit that we're, that's on the screen right now this is where I'm up to which is only like the fourth boss so I don't know if I'm sort of qualified to make a proper review of it <laughs> but I get through to this boss and um, I've died about 50 times so it's frustrating are you entertained yeah oh, oh good because I beat the first three bosses and I was like I'm totally hooked so I've never played a Souls game yeah. before because I've always been like, oh, it's too hard. like Because yeah. I know what people say about them. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like, nope, not doing it. I'm not going to put myself in that kind of situation. Yeah. I don't watch horror movies because I don't want to make myself feel bad. I much Seems prefer fair. to watch like comedy movies yeah. that make me feel good. Exactly. Um, so I'm not going to play a game that people say is like just punishing yourself. Yeah. So I've never bothered. And then I thought, Demon Souls, it's a PS5 launch title. Got to give it a go. Um, I played a little bit of it on, on PS3, but like mm. looking back now, like fuck all. Yeah. And 
um, I thought, you know what, we got to send a code for it. I'll try it out. Mm. And I thought, I started it and I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And then I thought, no, I'm going to power through and just give it a chance. Yep. And seriously, this game, like I said, I don't know if I'm qualified to do a review, but I'm like five out of five on this. Yeah, wow. I think it's visually the most impressive looking game on the PS5. Got to agree with that. It is um, easily. exceptionally good looking. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Everything's really tight. It is unforgiving, but it's unforgiving for if you make mistakes. Yeah. So it's not the game's fault if you suck at this game, if, well, if you can't progress. Based on that, I do have one gripe, and it's the, the blocking mechanism, yeah. which is your L2. Yeah, um, L1. L1, sorry. It, I find it uh, slow. It is. And when, you, when you're attacking... And I kind of put this down to the fact that it is a 10-year-old game being remade, which yeah. I probably shouldn't because I have remade it. Yeah. But in um, Sekiro, for instance, when you press... Which is also from software. Yeah. And very similar, just a different genre of you know yeah. people in the game. Um, <laughs> there's not so many uh, yeah, dead people in that way until yeah, yeah, you yeah, kill yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but as soon as you press block, it blocks. And with Demon Souls, you have to watch and anticipate it. Yeah. And, go and time and, it correctly. Yeah, and time it exceptionally. Yeah. Basically, um, everything's about timing. Even attacking. Yes. You've got to... Everything is about timing. And I've heard... I So, I'm definitely going to play the Dark Souls games after this. Like, I'm a lock. Once I finish Demon Souls in a year or two. <laughs> if... But I've heard that Dark Souls 3 did an interesting one where... They played background music and the time signature of the music as it played um, was sort of in time with how the monsters attacked you. Oh, okay. And so that you would subconsciously get used to timing your movements with the music. Yeah. And then they threw in a boss that went completely against the time signature oh. and it like threw you for a loop. Yeah. Which is a fucking exceptional development choice yeah. to like do that. And it's super creative. And they never specifically say like... If you follow the time signature, you will be able to yeah, do this. Exactly. It's just like a subconscious thing that you learn. Yeah. And that's what I love about this about Demon Souls from my time with it is that it's all about learning and knowing how to anticipate and and mm. take on each individual yeah. situation. And so the delay in putting up your shield, you have to get used to the fact that like you can't just throw up a shield. Yeah. You need to be like, prepared for it. You need see, to like yeah. watch the cues on the and the mm. enemies attacking you and stuff. Yeah. And um, and see, comparing that with another game we've been playing a lot of just recently, I have, um, AC Valhalla. Yeah. Again, the blocking mechanism is a huge part of the fighting in that game, but it's just way more responsive. Yeah. You, know, you can have somebody swinging an axe at you and you press block halfway through the swing yeah. and it blocks. Yeah. But with it's Demon's like Souls, easy mode, if you see somebody walking down... The hallway, press block. Yeah, <laughs> basically, the, they're going to hit you. <laughs> but what I've learned playing Demon Souls is pretty much always have your shield up, especially when you're walking through an area that you've never been before, because you don't know what the fuck is going to jump out and attack yeah, you, yeah. and that happens all the time. So, um, yeah, so I'm up to this boss that is really testing my limits mm. I, I've tried like it, it about 50 times and so there's a thing there's grass right you eat grass to get health um, and there's different grasses that you find that do different amounts of healing 
And then there's other. Because you're a goat. Other, yeah. Yeah. There's other items that you can use for various things. But the button to eat grass, to heal, or to use an item, the use an item button is yeah. square. Yeah. And to change items is down on the D-pad. In Immortals, the button to run is square. Yeah. I think. I don't know. No, the button to dodge is square. The button to dodge in Demon Souls is circle. circle. Yeah. So I've gone from Immortals to Demon Souls. And you're completely fucked up. And I've got... Um, so taking on that boss that I'm trying, I've yeah. removed all of my items from my quick use except for the one that gives you magic power back mm -hmm. and the one that gives you health back. Yeah. And that way I can just quickly press down and I don't go down and go to something that's yeah. completely useless and I'm fucked yeah. in the in the moment because mm -hmm. I'm shit at the game basically. Yeah. So um like I spawn into the game and I'm like, yep, run and I use up one of my health things that is like rare. So the, where I am, you can spawn into the level and you can run and go kill a couple of guys and there's one guy who drops either one or two of the healing grass. Okay. And then you can run back to the arch stone that you um, spawned from, yep. click it, and relaunch from the same point immediately and it respawns the enemies. So oh, then you okay. can go in and yeah. you can just like go fill up repetitively your, yeah. get more and more. So I spawn into that point. I'm like, oh, I've got like three healing grass. I need probably seven or eight yeah. just to be safe. So I'm like sprint. And I used the one and I'm like, oh, oh I hate that. <laughs> and I hate then, that so the number of times that I've been doing that, <laughs> it's super annoying having to relearn the controls. But like, seriously, apart from that, I really love this game. Um, this boss, which is the one on the screen right now, his name's Flame Lurker. Um, the first three bosses, I learned how to beat them it should reasonably be easy. should be called Pillar Breaker. Yeah. Um, I learned how to beat him beat the other ones like reasonably easy and I've done yeah. a lot of like going to a level and just sort of creeping through and dying a hundred times against yeah. various monsters and just relaunching and continuing and continuing and I I totally feel that feeling of satisfaction when you beat it yeah um, but yeah this guy I'm just I get him to like 20 last night I got him to 20% health and I was nice like in the zone going great yeah and i used my last healing thing uh oh and i was like shit and i reckon if i'd had one more healing grass i would have been enough uh, to beat him but go. he got me so yeah um yeah i'm definitely gonna keep playing this game and yeah like i said i'm not very i'm kind of i've played like 15 20 hours of it at least which is bad for how <laughs> how far i've got through yeah. it um, I was reading that you should be able to get through the whole game as a new player in like 50 hours. Wow. And someone who's played it before can get through in like 25 to 30. So... So you're um, about halfway. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm up to the boss four out of 15. Yeah. Easy. So... Mm. Yeah. Oh, maybe not 20 hours. I probably paid 15 hours, I'd is say. Is it but difficulty I spent... settings or it's just nah, fucking difficult? It's yeah. one difficulty. Yeah, but once you get the hang of it, it's like easy as fuck. So like... Yeah. Getting to that boss, Flame Lurker, even going through the whole level. So there's a shortcut from the spawn point. You can go like a little shortcut way to get yep. straight to the boss. Yeah. Um, apart from that, like I can get through the whole level. You know, I, I know the whole level by rote now. So yeah. when I started, it was difficult. But now I know like if I go around that corner, there's a guy that jumps yeah, out so you'd be ready yeah, and then down yeah, here's this guy course. and that's yeah. the difference between something like assassin's creed where it's a little bit of artificial intelligence yeah 
in Demon Souls, there's no generally everything comes at you the same way. The yeah. fights may go differently depending on how you approach mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But they always come from the same point and yeah. they always, you know, all of that they shit. All start so the same. It's yeah. all about learning how the levels work and I really love the satisfaction of getting that right. Yep. So yeah, five out of five I'll give it. Like yep. it's a eleven year old game. It's not it's different to, you know, Sekiro and mm-hmm. Bloodborne, which are, you know, more modern because they're newer. But in terms of what it is work. and you know, as a remaster, it's a fucking excellent remaster that's super faithful. Um, they've only added in a couple of things to make it more modern. Mm-hmm. But in general, like, it's super faithful to the original. So, yeah, I'm yeah, loving nice. it. I'm yeah. loving it a lot. I, I've played a fair bit of it. I've enjoyed it, I guess. Um, but <laughs> you don't have to lie. At the same time, like, it's fun to play. You know, it, it's not the kind of game that you jump in and go... I'm really enjoying getting my ass handed to me pretty consistently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just a good game. And it is. You know, it's tried and true and it's been around for a long time. So, yeah. yeah. And it's definitely, like I've already beaten Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks. I've beaten mm. all three of those. Bug Snacks, did we talk about that? No. Nah. Um, Not yet. Well, just quickly. We'll do it next No, time. we'll do it next episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I've beaten all three of them, so I moved on to Demon Souls and Immortals. Cyberpunk is out in five days, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. But um, I'm like smitten with Demon Souls. I think it's great, and maybe there's going to be a point soon <laughs> where I'm like, no, fuck it, I had enough. Yeah. But uh, as it is, I'm just bloody loving it. So it's no, good. I'm going to keep giving that some time. Now, speaking of remasters, I'll just quickly talk about Commandos 2 HD yeah. remaster. So you played this not that long ago? Or so Commandos? You played Commandos 3, Commando, Commandos uh, Desperados 3 right. yeah. I played recently. But Commandos 2 is out on Switch. I think it came out yesterday. Uh, it came out on PC and console earlier this year as far as i can tell but the switch version is out now i think um we got provided a code by calypso who are the guys who make like tropico and stuff like that i think yeah and ice creams you know those ones with the different colors like the calippo oh calippo man they're really nice aren't they Yeah, i always get those two mixed up (laughs) so it came out yesterday on on switch lie and <laughs> I was right. He wasn't prepared, but he didn't lie. Yeah, exactly. So Commandos 2 was a game that came out back in, you know, the Wayback Machine. It was like 2001. I think 98 was Commandos 1. And I remember playing these mm-hmm. at your place yep. in Goodna yeah. on your PC a long yeah. time ago. So the Commandos games are a real-time strategy tactics game mm. where you play as sort of operatives in World War Two doing various missions to try and complete objectives and shit. Pretty standard. Yeah. Um, it was one of the best real-time strategy tactics games at For the time, time. And it's yeah. still really it's good. It's still up there, yeah. It's still up there. Mm. Um, it's a bit weird playing it on a Switch. So it's great to be able to take a game like that on the go. But because it's a PC game originally, yeah. shrunk down onto a fucking tiny screen... And then you're using controllers instead of a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. So a mouse and keyboard obviously is the way to play this game, but you're not going to be doing that on a Switch. No. So instead, it's kind of um, so visually the remaster is really good. Yeah. 
from a gameplay standpoint, it's the same. So it's great. Yep. Um, it's well made in all those ways. But the problem with the game is the controls. Yeah. So it's often controls... the case when they do a, a port from PC to something else. Yeah. And and you mentioned that in um... you don't have that precision. Yeah, exactly. With the mouse and keyboard. Yeah. So you mentioned that a while ago with um, uh, one of the RPGs you'd been playing. You played it years ago on Pillars. The, oh, yeah. was it Pillars of Eternity or Planescape Torment? It might have been Planescape. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, always I, weird. We'll, well, well those games like Baldur's Gate and stuff like that, they always are a bit weird to go to a console because yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, and so you need to be really clever in how you implement the controls in those games. And mm. unfortunately, with Commandos 2 HD remaster, that's where it kind of falls over. Mm. So not, not perfect because it's a tactics game, and you players are like a little tiny guy yeah. on this page. And you know, there's a full HUD of all this information that's not very well suited to a console either, because there's a whole lot going on on the screen that you've got yeah. to deal with. Um, but then, in terms of moving your player, moving your players, your little characters around, and moving the camera around and stuff like that, it's not very intuitive, mm. and it's also very sort of niggly in how it's, um, you know, you've got to try and go and like disarm a mine or something like that, yeah. And you have to get to the right place and stand in the right sort of facing the right yeah, direction and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and that can be really frustrating mm -hmm. in this game. Uh, but apart from that, like. The levels are huge. The game itself is the original game, which was great. Uh, and being able to take it on the go with the Switch, as per usual with the Switch, like mm. with any game on the Switch, being able to take them on the road is fucking awesome. In relation to playing Desperados 3 recently, I played... Um, oh, what was that other one that I literally just reviewed the other day? That's like a snowy... Uh, like Wasteland 3? Oh, it? that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that one's turn-based. Yep. But even comparing real-time to turn-based, um, I mean, Desperados 3 is real-time, but you can yeah. sort of pause and do all that kind of shit. But when you look at a game like Desperados 3, which is modern, and presumably the guys who made it were very much inspired by games like Commandos 2 yeah. back in the day. Mm -hmm. But yep. when you compare Commandos 2 to like Desperados 3, even though the actual themes are completely different one's Cowboys and one's World War 2 yeah in terms of gameplay mechanics Desperados 3 perfectly implemented on a console yep um, and you can definitely feel that how dated Commandos 2 is when you're playing it yeah so yeah it's a little bit frustrating in that way but all in all it's great to be able to jump back into that game which I enjoyed playing a lot back mm. in the day like I used to go to your house and just jump on the computer I think I don't remember those yeah. days very well <laughs> but I used to come over to your place a lot and yeah. play video games so it was good fun yeah back in the good old days so um, well I mean ideally I'd love to see a more a modern not a remake but yeah. a whole new like Commandos game so That'd be the ideal. Hopefully. Specifically made with controllers yeah. in, in mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. get the team who made Desperados 3 or something else, you know, some other tactics game yeah. to come in and make a whole new Commandos game. Because those games like that and Close Combat, mm -hmm. back in the day I was like obsessed with them because yeah. they were super fun to play. And I would love to see a brand new one for our modern systems and modern gameplay mechanics and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, hopefully... The HD remasters are like a stepping stone in the right direction, but when you have right is a yeah. big thing. And when you yeah. have issues like the Switch version has in terms of controls and stuff like that, 
it puts off people from actually getting the fucking game, mm. which then means lower sales, which means less um, incentive or like sort of motivation yeah. for the developers to make and, and less game. income for the next title. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I give that a three out of five drop bears. Um, like I said, it's great from a nostalgia point of view. It's great to take it on the road, but it's it falls over a little bit in the niggly controls yeah. and the touchiness mm-hmm. and all and that kind of stuff. There you go. Um, so lastly, I guess uh, we're going to talk about Call of Duty. I still got to mention Mortal Kombat. Oh yes. Okay. Well, second lastly then. <laughs> I want to talk quickly about Mortal Kombat. All right. But yeah, let's talk about Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops Cold War. So it is a um, a, a mouthful, really. Uh, it's a very long um, title. <laughs> Call of Duty, Black Ops Cold War. Yes, as you can see there. Um, I've played through the the campaign yep. as I as I try to with all the CODs that have a campaign. Yeah. Knowing that they're normally quite short, um, this one's actually, and let's be real, like I'm not really going to talk about the multiplayer because fuck, COD multiplayer's been the same for yeah 15 years. Well, there's a lot of different um, modes on there and all I've played is Team Deathmatch. Yes. And like I spoke about it, I think on the last episode, talking about the haptic feedback and all that kind of stuff, yep. how I really love it. Um, it's very similar to all the other... Cods, I yeah. assume. It feels the same as every other COD in regards to its multiplayer. But it's super fun. Yeah. I was really, I've really enjoyed it. I was playing it last night as well. I suck. But <laughs> <laughs> now well, that now that lots of people are actually playing it yeah. who are better than me, mm. as opposed to when I first played it, it was kind of... Pretty new. There was pr- probably less people who are, you know... The longer because, a COD game is out, yeah. the more the pros stay on and the rest of the people fall off. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you don't consistently play it, yeah. you don't learn the maps as well. Yeah. And that's a huge part of COD multiplayer. Yeah. It's a huge part of any combat-based multiplayer yeah. game. Um, the more you know about the, the maps, the better places to hide, um, Yeah, the better it is. Um, the other thing that might make a little bit of a difference as well in the multiplayer is your choice of headphones. Um, so... Is it two days ago now that the... The Pulse 3D the, headset yeah, finally came finally out? Finally came out. I mean, I can talk about that if you want that headset. It's well, fucking good. It'd be interesting to, to compare it because I just realized about a week ago, something like that, that my, um, my Logitech uh, G935s, um, which is like one of the, the higher-end Logitech wireless... Um, headsets yep. it comes with a little dongle and it works perfectly with the PlayStation um, some people have had a few minor issues with it um, with regards to voice uh, but I've had nothing I find it absolutely incredible they're uh, 7.1 surround sound and they sound fucking awesome yeah um, one of the real good things that I like about the PlayStation interface being as, as easy as it is it basically gives you four levels in the headset. So being surround sound, you can actually have it set to high, there's two mids and there's a low. Yeah. So depending on how your ear canals are from the headset, you can actually yeah. change the direction of the sound. Is that their, um, their 3D audio thing that 
was supposed to be the one of the features, so haptic feedback and adaptive yeah. triggers, and then they well, like 3D audio is what the... It must thing. be, because it, it sounds absolutely incredible. And yeah. playing COD with these headset, with the headset that I am, is exceptional. Yeah. Like, it, it's taken the the atmosphere of the game, the, your ability in the multiplayers to, you know, hear people walking around corners and things yeah. like that to the next level. Yeah, um, yeah, I was playing multiplayer last night with the Pulse headset yep. and I could hear footsteps coming mm-hmm. and I was like, where are they? Every time I hear footsteps, I'm like, yeah. where are they? And then I died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behind. Because I'm like, are they coming from that? No, nah, I don't think so. Turn the <laughs> other way and then they're behind me where yeah. I was just looking. So... Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not good at listening. <laughs> Maybe. I guess I'll ask Laura. But, yeah, she'll tell you you're not. <laughs> I you, won't hear you've it. You've never right? heard. You wouldn't, yeah, exactly. You won't hear a reply. Yeah. Um, but these these headphones that I've been using, I've used on the PC and I played probably a couple of hundred hours of the previous COD on there, Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, using these headphones and I actually think that they are better on the PlayStation 5 than they were on the PC. Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's the other thing I've got to... Well, that's like a know. near two, what, 250 $300 headset? 350 400 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're a very expensive yeah. headphones. As but, opposed yeah. to the... Um, Pulse, which the is Pulse, like 130 170 yeah. Yeah. And so in terms of the actual Pulse headset, it's got a, a mechanical mute button that oh, yeah. springs in and out so you can feel if it's sticking out lots it's muted yep. and if it's in it's recording or whatever yep. uh, it's got a volume option that goes up and down for game and chat audio oh that's good so on the PS on all the Playstation well PS4, PS5 you can um, prioritise chat audio or game audio and on um, the Pulse headset you can do that manually on the actual headset itself which is really good. Plus, it's got normal vo- um, volume control. It's got a monitor button that you can turn on to hear your own voice, to oh. hear what you sound like. So, <laughs> ain't nobody going to turn that on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and apart from that, like the headset, the shape of it, it's designed to actually go over the PSVR as well. Yeah. So much like the Rig 4 VR headset from yeah. Plantronics. Yeah. Designed specifically so you can use it while you are playing the PSVR as well as being comfortable outside of that as well so yeah does that make them more bulky yeah at the top it's got like the the band that goes over the top is very high and it has sort of an elasticy band underneath it Um, and they sort of stick out a bit they're reasonably comfortable over my ears Mm. I've got um, I've got Sony these the Sony wireless (laughs) over ears yeah the MX3000s yeah and like they're more oval, whereas mm-hmm. the Pulse is more of a circular yeah, design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely that they're, they're not as comfortable as some of the other options, but I mean, these are 500 bucks a pair, so they exactly. better fucking be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And they're fantastic headphones. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So there's, there's the headphones. We're good. Um, but the campaign of COD. Yes. So going back to that, um, it, it's interesting. They've done a lot of different things with this COD than they had ever done before. Yeah. Um, it's not just a, you know, drop you in the next part of the mission, go kill this guy or get to that section or go and do very basic type things. They've added a lot of, a lot to it. Um, the action is very COD. 
which you'd expect, obviously, being a COD game. Ah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, hoping it would be more like uh, Battlefield. Yeah, it's similar, but no. Um, <laughs> it has guns. Yeah. And, and it's actually set only a little bit back instead of World War One, um, which is, yeah, Battlefield's downfall. <laughs> anyway. Did anyone play the latest one? Battlefield V? World War Two? Didn't even know it existed. <laughs> I think I reviewed it. <laughs> We're pretty good at this. No, it's on... Um, it's on the... Um, PlayStation Plus Game collection, Pass. I think. It's on Game Pass at the moment because you now get EA. Oh, yeah, EA Play. Yeah. Nice. So, anyway. Um, so, they've added things like there's a lot of depth in this compared to any other COD you know, campaign before. Um, there's dialogue options that you can actually choose. Um there's like perks and buffs, I guess, that you can put on your own character. Uh, there's things like um, even choosing your character, you actually can do that in this. They, they get called the same thing the whole way through it, uh, but you get to choose out of, surprisingly, four different um, sexes of the character that you're choosing. Yeah, right. So I, I kind of laughed when this came up because, you know, it... Most games only ever give you the option to do male or female, of course. Um, and this is in a campaign. This is not multiplayer how you want to be seen by anybody. This is literally just inside of the you know standalone game that you're playing. Yeah. Um, so they had things like male and female, obviously, non-binary, yeah. fine. But then they had classified. And it's like... I guess instead of putting like don't want to, you don't want to say or something, yeah, you can just yeah, go classified. Yeah, that's just classified. <laughs> that's and, very cod though. Yeah, it is, isn't I like it? it? Yeah, and and basically that just kind of means that you're referred to as them or they. Yeah. Um, Pronouns. Yeah, and yeah, very very weird. Um, but anyway, it's um, the the campaign is set obviously in the Cold War, uh, so we're talking eighties mid. Yeah, early to mid '80s. Uh, Ronald Reagan makes an appearance in it, which is kind of weird. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, um, and he basically just gives you the thumbs up to go fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. He's nice. like, yeah, we need somebody to take control of whatever's happening. Um, so the idea of this campaign, like I said, is you don't just get dropped in and go to this and go and kill that. Um, every part of the campaign actually has collectibles in it. And these collectibles, yeah, these collectibles actually make up the story. And how it does that is that in between every campaign that you do, um, you do you, you get your collectibles, you find different bits and pieces. You some of them are literally just go here and collect intelligence, um, and you bring that back to your base, which you share with a couple of other members of your team, and you can actually go to these places in, in like go to these team members and chat with them and learn about them and learn their backstories and you know, that actually makes for good fun you know yeah. it, it adds a fair bit to the game um but what you collect actually gets put up on a pin board and you use that to uh create the next parts of the the campaign so you know, you, you'll go up and investigate things and you'll put two and two together and go, oh shit, that needs to be there and that needs to be there and you'll move bits around. That's clever. Um, 
and it, it becomes more of a spy story because in this game you're a spy you know more like um, I guess the the directors of the CIA kind of thing where you've got to go and you know put together bits and pieces to find out who people are um, and then as you're collecting things you can go to your menu and see what you've found out about certain members yeah. or if they don't have a picture there then you need to find out who that person is um, it's a nice little sort of uh, way of doing it yeah it is and and for a COD game completely different and what Treyarch have done with this is just potentially open up a massive section of what could come in the future now yeah so I'm looking forward to you know multiplayer is always going to be a huge part I haven't played any of the Warzone in this because I really don't give a shit about it um and I haven't done zombies, even though I've heard zombies is pretty solid. Treyarch have done good zombies in yeah, the past. Yeah, I'm looking so forward to trying out a bit of the old uh, zombie head popping. Zombie once we once we get sort of a chance to play it together. Yep. Because the problem with this, as with all, well, one of the big problems with the PS5 is the fact that no one fucking has it yet. Yeah. So you know, I got mates that I would absolutely play zombies with, and yeah. they literally cannot get their fucking hands on. A uh, a PS5, so I'm just stuck yeah. not playing it. So so it will happen. Um, I mean, I could play with like a pickup group from you know online, but I don't. I feel like that's the kind of game that I would enjoy more playing yeah. with friends. So yeah. maybe that's something we can do on stream sometime. Yeah, we could give that a go. So, but anyway, but um, it it is a good game. It's it's leading to something in the future, I believe. A bit of a change in the direction for COD. Um, I kind of hope that. You know, whoever's developing the next one, or you know, maybe in a couple of years, we're actually going to see longer campaigns because the the campaign is a solid campaign, and and it, you know, it has its faults. Um, I'm not going to talk about the story itself. Yeah, don't but, want to spoil anything. Yep, but you know, it, it it is pretty solid and it's a good amount of fun. So yeah. hopefully, you know, with a few more innovations, they go All right. Well, let's do a proper campaign based you know section to the game as well yeah um the other thing is that it's fucking big to download and install so if you are running out of space or find that you know you don't want to install uh, 150 gig, yeah 150 it is now there you go fifa 21 gig. just came out for ps5 yep the upgrade version is 96 gigabytes that's um, a lot of fifa speaking gigs. of fifa we were giving away a copy on the yes. facebook group Go and have a look at that post. But anyway. Um, so yeah, I would give um, COD a f very solid four out of five. Yeah. Um, just as a disclaimer on that though, it's the first COD that I've really tried to play a lot of on a console yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, and you not, haven't really played the multiplayer and you haven't played the zombies. Yeah. But so, in terms of the campaign, four out of five. Yeah, four out of five definitely for the campaign. Yeah. I mean, I... Like I said, I'm a PC player when it comes to shooting games, so I get kind of pissed off when the controls don't feel normal. Mm -hmm. um, you can't be as precise. So, yeah. But that aside, it's a good game. Good and solid. Give it a go. Yeah, lovely. Uh, all right. Well, so, we'll just, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat 11, just quickly, uh, they've just re released Combat Pack 2 for it in line with the ps5 upgrade yep so playing it on ps5 it already looked fucking amazing and it already ran at a 
reasonably high frame rate. I don't, mm. I don't know what exactly what it was on PS4, but um, visually it looks very similar on PS5. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they've added in ray tracing and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm not really paying attention to yeah. those kind of things. No. I'm paying attention to just violently killing people. <laughs> so um, the game is like it was on PS4, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And um, the combat pack added Rain, who is a classic Mortal Kombat character, um, fuck, Sindel, I think it added. I'm like blanking. And Rambo. Nice. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Come out 11. It's PS4 upgrade to PS5. Same game. New characters. Fucking great game. Seriously. It's fun. It's If you're like trying to twist your controller in half and get, uh, you know, calluses on your fingers. If you like um, seeing like exceptionally violent shit, like, yeah. so I it was playing that. as Rambo and his fatality is basically, I think he like stabs him through the back or something. It's like, I did that fatality while Laura was watching and I was like, look, and she was like, I don't think Rambo would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like brutal. Yeah, he would. So yeah, I think he would. Yeah. But I like the Rambo character cause it's very, so same as how the Terminator one was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Sylvester Stallone Rambo is like perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't have a video of that to throw. Oh, okay. I didn't prepare that. So, so there you go. Check that one yeah. out. Um, as Matt did mention very quickly, we do have a competition going for FIFA 21 on Facebook. Um, go to uh, Facebook, Drop Bear Gaming. Yeah, facebook.com slash Drop Bear Gaming. Yep. And you can have a look at that. Basically, all you have to do is like the page, like the post and comment with what team you would want to play you first want to play as first on yeah. fever 21 i mean you can tag your friends and share it if you want but you don't need to to enter the competition yeah facebook guidelines say that is naughty yeah. to ask people to do that so does just to clarify in case anybody else is watching this yeah. uh, or listening um is it a ps4 version that yeah. can be upgraded so it's ps4 ps5 version yeah. and it's champions edition which uh gives you some bonuses and stuff yeah. I think there was more bonuses if you played it from launch because it does it says like up to 10 packs of cards for FIFA Ultimate Team but I think it's wow. like one per week for the first 10 weeks that the game's out or something oh okay yeah. so yeah oh jump on you've got the chance to win it uh, we are competition that closes away. on the 12th of December yep. and will be drawn on the 13th and announced on the Facebook page yes so, so get on that yeah um Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching, if you're watching this. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, this hasn't been too much of a fucking train wreck. Yeah, probably has been. I think Um, it's been okay. Yeah. It's kind of like our our whole thing's been mauled by a drop bear. Who would have thought? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at... Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) Podcast at dropbeargaming.com. Or... You can Other hit places. us up on, on yeah. Instagram at Drop Bear Gaming, the faces, Facebook, Drop Bear Gaming. The, um, you can send us a direct message on Facebook if you want. And you can follow us on Twitch at Drop Bear Gaming 1, the number one. Because so. we are number one. We're the original Drop Bear. Any other exactly. Drop Bear Gamings out there, they ain't the original because we've been around you for fake 10 years. We've been around for 10 years. So yeah. if you don't so like literally, it. Literally, as Matt just said, we've been around for nearly 10 years in 26 days. You mentioned at the start yep. of the episode. First of um, the first 2011 was our first yep. episode. So therefore, we 
are going to have some big episodes coming up. We're going to do some, uh, you know, obviously our game of the year. Well, we've got like 177, um, 178. Yeah. And 179. Is 177 a prime number? No. Okay. It's divisible by three. Damn it. <laughs> 59 times three, 177. Oh, definitely, definitely. There you go. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Seven toothpicks. Um, anyway... So, yeah, we'll, we'll do some stuff coming up and we'll see how we go. So thank you very much for listening and watching. Enjoy yourselves. Take care of yourselves. And let bye. us know. Well, let bye. us know what you think of the, the, uh, the Twitch recorded episode because I don't know if it's any good or not. But we're going to keep doing it, so I hope you fucking like it. Yeah. See you later. Bye.